Hey, how's it going, everybody? So we're back. It's in the shower. We're going to be talking about a couple different things. Um, I want to cover two separate topics, um, all kind of in the same Richter scale or the same path line that we've been going on with the battle of the sexes and relationships and stuff like that. So they're still both in the, they're, they correlate with one another. But the first one, we're going to talk about um, the Dating the Alpha Woman, uh, episode one, two, and three. If you haven't listened to those, this one's this episode's not going to make any sense to you. Um, so I would encourage you to go ahead and listen to those and then come back to this one. Um, so that way you can get the understanding of what we're talking about or what I'm talking about. Um, so, uh, first thing I want to say, you know, um, the converse, those, those episodes really got people thinking cause I've received some interesting feedback from people. And I just want to want to kind of want to touch on a couple different things of the feedback that just really stood out to me the most in regards to that. One thing I've noticed is, is that for some reason people are thinking that, um, the episode or dating the alpha woman was geared towards saying that women need to be either in a kitchen or necessarily bow down. And that's not anything of what I was saying, or I believe my two guests were saying at all. Actually, I um, definitely know I mentioned the word power couple in that particular, and I've actually mentioned that in a couple different episodes um, because of the fact of I'm all about, I want, I want to be a part of a power couple or power duo. Um, and that is what I believe the two gentlemen here were speaking of in that sense. They want to be a part of the power duo. However, going now and transitioning into the world that we live in today, it's a little bit more, it's a little bit difficult to necessarily get to that power duo stage because of there's a lot of ego that gets involved and arrogance on both men and women's side. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a new um, facet or fold that is the reality of dating in this world that we live in. That's exactly what it is. Um, you have women are, like I said before, stepping up and stepping out and making themselves known and, and taking a stance for what they want and what they believe in and the things that they want in life. And I think that's fantastic. I think that's great. Um, men have been doing that for a long period of time. And I think that's awesome as well. But I think in order for you to be a part of a power duo, both parties need to understand the person, each other's wants and needs in, in, in order to get to that level that you want to be in. Um, so we're going to talk about, there's one person, there's one listener that, um, messaged me and, um, some of the things she said really stands out. Um, she's actually married. So she just found this very interesting because she's been married. She states for three years. Um, and she's just noticing, she just didn't realize how much the dating game has changed from when she, before she was married to now. Um, so we're going to leave her, um, we're going to call her Jay. We're going to call, yeah, we're going to call her Jay. <laughs> um, I like to keep anonymity. I can't say that word very well. <laughs> no judging. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to read a little bit what she said. Um, what she mentioned was, um, and honestly, it got me thinking so hard, like, damn, I've been out of the dating game for three years and with my married ass. I'm only 22, but I feel like every I felt everything in it because people think I married my husband for his money. Um, and she mentioned, she said, I'm like, bruh, do you know, I always I've always made money. 
So what she's saying is, is what I'm getting from what she's saying is, is that um, she's feeding into what people are saying is that women marry people, marry, women will marry their husbands or their mate um, or their spouse for money. And that's not, not necessarily the case. She clearly states that she was making money before her. So she's before she met um, her husband. So she's definitely on that alpha female um, uh, path. Um, she just able was, she's just able to identify that she's now with a man and then or her her spouse who is, is her husband and it's made a difference so she had to become a different alpha woman involved when you become an, an a married couple there's not saying it's not saying that you need to lose your alpha status as a woman because you've now become married or because you're in a relationship what it's saying is is that you need to tweak it um, you can still maintain all things alpha being in a relationship, but tweak it a little bit to now encompass another person because this other person wants to be a part of your life. Um, but if you are always just trying to outdo them or necessarily just not include them in anything because you're so used to being independent, you're going to push them away. It's just the inevitable. Nobody is going to sit in a relationship with anyone where they're consistently trying to be with you and you just keep pushing them away. That person will do exactly what you've been doing for that period of time and they will go away and you're going to be sit there by yourself in all your alphaness and all your glory but you're going to be by yourself. And some people, for some people, that's okay. But I, I venture to say for most people, it's not. Even if you don't want to admit it, it's it's not. This particular, Jay, is, Jay was definitely an alpha type of female before she met her husband. And it sounds as though when she met her husband, she realized, it, she realized that she needed to tweak that a little bit to encompass him and include him in her life. Um, and I could be, I could be mischaracterizing or, or really interpreting it wrong, but that's my opinion. And that's just, Everyone has their own opinion, and that's mine. <laughs> um, um, I had a lengthy conversation with her, so I feel like, and I know her personally, so I feel like she a, was able to. What I'm, what I'm gathering, or what I'm stating, would not be far fetched from where she's at. Um, she also meant, went on to say, in the whole play, paying on dates, if my husband ever ever made me pay, regardless of how much he made or I made, there would not be a marriage now. So what she's saying is, is that she's not for that whole um, let's go Dutch thing or split the check crap or all this other stuff, which I totally am behind. I am 100% behind that. I do not think that that is necessarily um, a stab at your independence or anything like that. I think I'm going to go out in there on the limb and say that people need to understand, women need to understand that are in this alpha mentality or that are out there, that are that are so independent, understanding that as men, we are brought up in that type of thought process. You go on a date, you pay for the date, you open the door. If you were brought up with any type of manners, let me rephrase that. If you were brought up with any type of manners or um, uh, home training, <laughs> you these are things that you were taught to do. And you don't even necessarily have to have, have home training. You could just watch that on a movie because that's all over the movies. You see that in TV all the time. The male opens the door, the man pays for it. You never, I have never seen a show or anything like that where the male is like, um, hey, do you want to go Dutch on this on a, on a date? I, I've just never seen that. Or you want to split the check? That's not real. I've never seen that been portrayed in a movie setting because 
it just goes it you might say it's archaic but archaic but at the end of the day that's just how men are just tailored to be we're tailored to cater to and take care of the woman now that we're going into the 2021 century or 2021 there's so many different things that are coming into play that women are wanting to be more involved they want to um, pay for things and stuff like that and that's perfectly fine but do not get offended if he wants to pay all the time let him pay. <laughs> um, and that's basically what she's saying. I think what she's saying is she understood her self-worth in this dating relationship and that she understood that he wanted to get to know her. I personally feel like if you're going out on a date and you want, I ask you out on a date and you accept, that means I'm trying to get to know you. You're not trying to get to know me initially. Eventually you would want to, but the initial contact and the initial step approach to getting to know one another came from my side. So therefore I'm taking you out and I should pay. And that's what she's saying. She's understanding her self-worth and saying, you know what, if you want to get to know me, that's cool. But don't, if you come at me with some, we going to split this check thing, there's not going to be a marriage. And I, I agree with that 100%. Um, she went on and she said, um, who is paying? That's so odd that females want to pay. Um, she literally said, like, shut the fuck up and let them pay, which is exactly what I just said. Let them pay. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. That's not taking away from your independence. It's not taking away from your uh, femininity. It's not taking away from anything about yourself or your or your um, alpha female persona or um, being that you are. It's just simply allowing someone to take care of you. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Um, so that the conversation went on. I mean, me, we and her discussed a lot of different things, and we just we went on and on and on and on in regards to everything. So I think she she what she's saying is basically in a nutshell, she is saying that she is an alpha woman. I do know her. I've met her and her husband. They're a great couple. Um, and she is. She's very alpha. She's very independent. Um, and I think that's a great thing. I come from very independent women. My mother was a single mother and my mother had, when my parents divorced, my mom had all four kids. Um, I have, I'm three out of four. Um, so I know and have witnessed independent women at their best. Um, um, it is, my mom has gone through hell and high water in regards to raising her kids. And we're all pretty, we're all, we're all, we're all in pretty good spots right now. And even just aside from that, I have two sisters um, who are pretty independent as well. Um, and I have some cousins and some grandmothers and everything like that, that are also very independent. They're, they are, I come from some very strong alpha women. However, I will tell you that one of the alpha women I am related to will go on a date with a male or anybody and will be okay with splitting that check. They will not be able, that's just not something that they're getting ready to do. My my mother would probably walk right up out the, the restaurant. Um, <laughs> so as soon as the words even came out his mouth, she, my mother would get right on up. And that's not necessarily saying that she's cocky or conceited or anything like that. That's about knowing your self-worth and understanding that that's not going to work. If you understand the things that you want in your relationship, that's something that you know and you're not, it's not going to work. So, but be again, you need to understand that being that alpha woman, you need to let him pay. You need to let him do things for you. 
I'm just saying pay because that's the main thing that um, stuck out the most apparently with um, with Jay that that stuck out a lot to her. Um, but there's so many other facets that fall into it. It's not just paying. Just let him do things for you. There's nothing wrong with doing that. I think that um, and I think some of the other feedback I received is that what I was saying is that a woman needs to be submissive at all times. And I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying a, there's nothing wrong with um, having a woman who can who can uh, take the reins and 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 lead it, lead it, lead the charge. There's nothing wrong with that at all. As I know, my two guests did not say that either. They're all for um, women who are strong and can endure things and who can go through life with them because life is hard. Like there is life is not easy. Even if you are one of the most wealthiest person on this planet, life is still hard. There is nothing that's going to come easy to you through life. You can have all the money in the world, but there's something that's going to be hard. It could be a mental problem. It could be um, your accountant and screwed up all your damn books and all this other stuff. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Look at people, celebrities. Now you see people, Britney Spears, Britney Spears is a prime example. She has a lot of money. Um, she's famous. She is. Uh, um, she can perform. I'm not going to say she can sing because I don't think Britney Spears can sing, but that's my own opinion. Great performer, not a singer. Um, but in any event, she is able to, she has all this money, but still has all these problems trying to lead and wiggle her way through life. There's this whole, that whole free Britney movement, which I don't really know much about and can't get behind because I don't follow it like that. But from my understanding, it has to do with, she has a conservatorship where one of her family members has to give her permission to do stuff. That's hard. So she got all this type of money and it's hard. It's still hard. So that there's nothing wrong with accept that's there's nothing wrong with accepting help in your if, if you are on that alpha woman if you're if you're wanting to do that i think being submissive is a sign of strength because if you're in a relationship and you are always that force to be reckoned with what's what i think could happen is that eventually your partner starts to feel smaller and smaller and smaller. And then you run into a problem where they just don't feel like they matter to you because you just always run over them. Being submissive in a relationship is a strength to understand. And this is both for men and women. This is not just women. Men and women need to understand that because men, we have a tendency to think that I am man, hear me roar. And that's a load of crap. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you being submissive. It's not a sign of weakness. I think it's a sign of strength. I think the society and the way that things are portrayed, it makes submit being submissive or um, being passive makes is is portrayed to being a sign of weakness. And in some cases it can be. I'm not saying that it's always the same. It's different in every scenario. But to me, in a relationship, understanding where you need to be submissive and where you need to be dominant or an alpha is, is a good sense of understanding. If you can identify that right now, my, my boo needs me to be that rock. I need to be able to move him through this or move them through this. They are going through something and they can't do this right now on their own. I need to be that strong force to navigate through things. That's good. That's that's a great thing. But at the same token, you need to understand that there are instances where he they need to be the rock. Um, and it it's all about picking your battles. 
they need you need to be that supporting role, that supporting co-star. You know, there's always whenever you see the opening credits on a TV show, it's just starring um Jay Jay uh Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> I was gonna say Jay Holiday, but y'all ain't nobody heard about him in a while. Uh, so most people might not know what I was talking about, but y'all know who Jennifer Hudson is, starring Jennifer Hudson and um also starring um uh Beyonce, which you know, that was there's there's a supporting role, you know, and there's sometimes the supporting role can be just as strong as the main character role. So just identifying that and in your relationship, I think is going to be a good thing. All right. So that is about the alpha woman. Now I'm going to jump on to another topic and it's about um, all of it has to do with relationships. And again, I'm I need I want people out there to understand that every relationship is not for you. Every relationship is not for you. There are, and stop trying to breathe life into something that is not that doesn't need life to be breathed into. Okay? Some of y'all might catch that right away, some of y'all might catch it later. Um but I'll explain it to you. If you are if you are in a relationship that think about a plant. All right. Let's think of it. Let's let your relationship is a plant. All right. You've been watering this damn thing and everything. And um, at first it was doing real good. You was nurturing, you went and got some miracle grow, um, some plant food and stuff like that. And you done nurture this bad boy up. It's looking all cute and pretty. All right. And then as this time goes on, you didn't left this sucker outside too long in the winter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now you bring it inside. It's still got some life to it. You catch it just in enough time. You only caught, it only was outside for like the first frost. So you catch it just in time and then you bring it inside and now you're trying to nurse it back to life and everything. But every day you see more and more dry leaves. You see more and more um, leaves falling off. The stem of the plant is starting to wither. It's starting to look a little brown and everything, more brown than it was when it was outside. But you still watering this bad boy over and over and over again. You still try, you nurtured it. You done took it to the damn plant store. You done asked everybody you can ask about what can you do to save this plant? How can I help this plant? How I got to keep this plant going, blah, 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 blah. That's some some people do that within relationships. Identifying that your relationship is a dying plant is going to be a good idea. Um, it's I know it sounds cruel to say and it sounds harsh, but it's the reality of the world we live in. Um, there are so many people who are consistently watering a dead plant. You are consistently or a dying plant. You are consistently trying to put life back into something that's dying because at the end of the day a plant is a is a living it's a it, it's alive i mean they bloom they have leaves they produce new leaves some to do produce uh blooms and flowers and stuff like that so it's it's it it does thing it has signs of life um much like a relationship so you're trying to nurture this thing but it done took so many damn hits it, it, it's not recovering from that time it was left outside in the cold sometimes it can Sometimes it can't because sometimes you catch it just enough time. You might catch it before, like it just started to snow, just a little bit of snow. And you were sitting in the house watching TV and um, you realize, oh, shit, I left that plant outside. And you hop up and you run in outside and grab it and bring it in. So it's still a little wilted and everything, but not really that bad. So you start to continue, you start to repair it. 
a relationship is the same, but some relationships are are irreparable. I don't know why I can't talk today, guys. (laughs) I usually can say words very well. (laughs) But anyway, some words are just irreparable. Some Not words. Some relationships are irreparable. Some plants are irreparable. And you just have to let them go. Stop consistently breathing life into it. I'm saying this is because I have noticed that um, at the beginning of 2021, people were like, I'm done with this BS. I'm, I remember I said in the very first episode, if you're a game player, if you are a bullshitter or anything like that, you are on notice because people's tolerance levels are depleted. They're just done. However, now that things are starting to change, I'm starting to see people's tolerance levels become better again, where people can tolerate things and it's becoming higher. And I think, which is great. I think you do need to have some type of level of tolerance in the world we live in. However, there is a point where your tolerance level is hurting you in um, relationships. And it doesn't have necessarily have to be a uh, romantic relationship. This can just be a friendship um, that you're going through. I personally, um, am having to cut some people out of my friendship circle simply because of that, because of the tolerance level. There's sometimes relationships a relationship, whether it's a friendship or not, is about give and take and understanding that if, if you're the person that's just consistently giving and giving and giving, and you're not getting anything back, then that relationship is very one-sided. It's that plant. You're the water that keeps going into the plant. The plant is sucking up all of the nutrients from the water, but not giving you anything back. You're not getting anything. So, well, you're not the water. You're the person pouring the water, okay? The things you're giving to that person is water, okay? It's like a metaphor. So you're pouring the water onto the plant. The water represents your energy, your time, your experiences, and your wisdom that you're pouring into this friend or into this relationship, whether it's a uh, into a romantic person, and they're just sucking you dry, and you're not getting anything in return. That is identity. That is a that is a pure perfect representation of a relationship, whether friendship or not, that just needs to cut its ties and end. That's just that simple. Um, Stop pouring that water onto that damn plant. Put that sucker out by the trash. Um, (laughs) Let's, I mean, and somebody might pick it up. There are some people who can get a plant and will bring that thing back to life. And that's the same exact thing with relationships. Somebody will pick up that person um, and They'll be the it'll be exactly what that person need. Maybe you just wasn't using the right type of water. <laughs> okay. Um, but like I said, I've personally had to do that in um a couple friendships just recently where um I uh a statement that was made to me um about just being around them for no purpose or anything like that, or just waiting for something. Um, and I'm not going to go into too much detail with it, but basically I was, it was explained that, am I just waiting around to see if something is going to develop between us? And that's not the case. I'm not, in, I'm not going, I'm not with friends with someone for any reasoning besides me just being a friend with you. That's it. That's just that simple. <laughs> The way I understood that is, is if you, you're, maybe you're hoping something else would develop or whatever the case may be. And all I'm trying to do is just be a friend to you. Um, But I could identify that I'm consistently pouring water onto this dying ass friendship. (laughs) And it's not, it's not working. It's not working. So again, 
This could be a friendship or a relationship that you're having to deal with this on. It's harder, I believe, in a relationship because it's real easy to cut a friend out your life. It is. It's a. It's real, real easy. You can you can stop texting them, and they get most times they get the hint. a friend actually will get the hint a lot quicker than someone who you're in a relationship with, um, a romantic relationship. A friend will get the hint that you ain't. I'm not trying. I'm not fooling with you no more because your text messages have become very um, one one word answers, or you just don't respond. You could go three four days without responding. So a friend will get the hint pretty quickly in regards to that. And then other people might not, or in a relationship, you might not get into a relationship. You might not get, um, they don't get it as easily, sorry, um, in a, when you're in a romantic relationship because of the fact of there's more that's invested there. There is now sex that's been involved. Sex will definitely confuse things. <laughs> sex will make you think that this person is the moon and the stars because sometimes it'd be good. It'd be real, real good. You'd be like, damn, hitting it just right. <laughs> you know, it'd be real good. And that will confuse things because you will continuously keep putting water on this plant because the sex is good. So you think that if the sex is good, then the relationship is going to be good. And that's not that's not at all. Y'all could just really just be good at having sex with each other. <laughs> I mean, let's just call it what it is. Some people are just really good at humping. It's just that simple. Um, there's no other way to explain that. And then some people are just bad at it. Um, but <laughs> um when you incorporate sex into a relationship, there's that new level of things that you have to deal with or consider when trying to identify if this plant is worth watering. Um, and it's harder to cut them loose, especially if y'all been together for a little bit. If you've been together for a little taste, um, it, it worth, a little taste means like y'all been together for maybe like two, three years. Like there's definitely some time. Y'all done met each other's friends and family. You've been integrated into each other's lives. You know the coffee order. Um, you you know uh, how they like the eggs in the morning. You like stuff like that. You you've integrated into each other's lives. Um, so it makes it a little bit more difficult to stop watering that plant. However, if you don't stop watering the plant, the person who's go- both parties are going to get hurt. You, 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 both parties are going to get hurt. But the person watering the plant is really the one that's getting hurt because you're the one that's pouring so much of yourself into something and not getting anything back in return. All right. Um, and that's just not okay. That's not okay. And a lot of this has to do with understanding your self-worth. I've talked about self-worth from the time I've started this podcast. Um, there's a whole episode about knowing your self-worth. And identifying your self-worth will be able to will help you to understand if you need to stop pouring water into this plant, i.e. pouring yourself into this person who's just not receptive to you. And that's not necessarily saying they're a bad person. It just means they're not the person for you. (laughs) Uh, And you are not the person for them. They need someone that they can, is that it's equal parts. And in some cases, that person might just need to not be in a relationship for a little bit and work on themselves because they're, they're actually very selfish and they don't, they either, they don't know they're selfish or they know they're selfish. Most times they know they're selfish. It's, they might have not have figured it out initially or anything like that, but probably sooner or later it, it, it kicks in that they're being selfish, but they're okay with it because you keep doing it. So why, who, who going to stop it? <laughs> if a millionaire keeps putting it, keeps putting a um, $2,000 in your account every month 
and and ain't he doesn't realize it's been two years and ain't nobody said that then you think you about to go and tell somebody hell no nah, you ain't gonna know tell somebody you're gonna keep putting you're gonna keep seeing that two thousand dollars coming in your account every month and you ain't gonna say nothing because at that point you're like okay well you know ain't nobody said nothing i'm just gonna keep doing it i'm gonna keep receiving this million this two thousand dollars it's the same exact way so um that's why you need to understand and realize do i keep water in the plant or is the plant dead or is it salvageable and I encourage you, if you're in a relationship um, where you feel like you are consistently, like you're just, you keep giving and giving and giving all you got and you ain't getting nothing in return, ask yourself, is this plant dead? Look, Think about it in that metaphor. That's a really good ana- analogy for it. Think about it. Is this plant dead? Is it, Has it been left out in the cold too long? And is it, or... Is something else wrong with it? Do I do we need to have some get some different water? Um, and then go with your go with your gut. But when you ask these questions again, you have to be honest with your answers. Don't sugarcoat your answers to yourself, ladies and gentlemen. People need to stop doing that. The part if you can't be honest with your own damn self, you are going to have a hard ass time being honest or being honest in the real world. It just is not going to work. You're going to run into a lot of uphill battles. So when you ask yourself these questions, ask them, uh, ask, ask them, and answer them honestly. All right, guys. Um, and that's that's all I got to say. Um, and one more thing, I said I said it before in the other one uh, in my uh, last podcast, and I think it's re- it's worth saying again. Once you once you realize if you stop watering this plant, under figure out where the plant is. Where did you get the plant? Was the plant in the alley, or was it in the restaurant? Get your ass out the alley, <laughs> and stop looking for things in the alley. And get up in the restaurant because that's where the filet mignon is. That is where the lobster is, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead in the restaurant. The door is open. All right, guys. So that's all I got to say. Um, if you have anything, any feedback, shoot me an email in the shower33 at gmail.com. We're going to be coming up too soon. I'll have some more guests coming out to you guys a little bit later on in a couple more weeks. Um, so watch out. I look, stay safe, wear your mask, do what you got to do. All right, guys. Bye.